Welcome to Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond. We are so glad you could join us today. The Crosstalk podcast is in pursuit of growing in our understanding of the gospel and discovering what it means to transfer to the next generation. And now, here are your hosts, Charles and Daniel. The time has come to conclude this series we've been doing on Parenting by Grace. Um, This is the fourth and final episode uh, of this installment, and um, this is in no way, and I kind of want to start off with this before we finish out here. This series that we've done is in no way meant to be comprehensive. Right. I mean, we could spend many, many episodes on this. It's meant to be thought-provoking. Yeah, but rather to give you, as you're saying, to give you a basis by which to think, the right direction in which to go. We hope that you will take these things and prepare your heart prayerfully and even delve into God's Word and see how they apply. Right. Um, And so basically we want to get you focused in the right direction. Um it's not always a how-to. We're not going to deal with all the how-tos, and quite frankly, we right. couldn't if we wanted to because so many situations out there that right. will arise, you know, that need wisdom. These are to give you the direction on where to get that wisdom from, from God's Word and how to apply God's Word, as we often talk about here on Crosstalk, how to apply. I mean, the series we did before this was on the whole issue of hard questions. Yeah. Well... We're just kind of delving into some more of that on a more particular yep. way, to be honest That's with right. you. So, um, so as we close off here, um, obviously last week we had our third installment, but this week we're going to just deal with the last two Ds, uh, durability, so this idea of endurance, um, and then demonstration. Um, what does it look like as we kind of conclude things here? So durability, we know we mean endurance, but Really on a day-to-day basis for that mom, that dad, guy going to work, mom, you know, happened to take care of her baby she just had, whatever. What does that mean when we say durability, especially within the context of God's Word and what He's called us to do? Right. Endurance and having the quality of durableness or durability is a, a, a necessary part of all of the Christian life. So we shouldn't think that it should be any different as a parent. All we've done when we had children is add another area in which we need to be durable. And that includes physical, emotional, and spiritual durability. And um, physically, just as practical as you referred to a moment ago as having a new baby in the house and being waked up in the middle of the night and having to invest in a little baby. That's that's the most uh, probably most uh, the one we think of the most but that doesn't change as a child gets older there's still you know as you got older sometimes you wake up with a dream or a leg ache or whatever mm-hmm. it doesn't it, we still have to get up we still have to give up some sleep we have to give up some rest we have to expend ourselves physically as a parent yeah i'm going to also just kind of throw this and we didn't talk about this but this came to my mind for men your wife does a lot probably more than you realize when it comes to the children. By nature, their responsibilities flow in that manner. If your wife's a stay-at-home mom, and even more so. Yes. Okay. Be willing to help her out. Right. Don't tell me you can't change a diaper. Okay, I know I'm getting really practical here, but this whole idea of physical exhaustion, physical expending physical energy to deal with kids – Help her out. Right. You're the leader of the home. Don't tell me what you can't do. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I, I know I'm kind of picking on the guys here, but I think I could say with a little bit of experience now, there are things I don't like to do, and there are times I don't do it because I don't like to do it. But then there are those times where God's like, go do it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say this. There's been times when God's – I say God. He's prompted me, and I didn't go do it, and I should have done it. Right. Probably would have helped me out in the long term. <laughs> you know, uh, moms put out a lot physically. Yeah. And uh, – Not that men don't. They, they do. And men do yeah. in different ways. Um, but I could even get a little more practical. You know, men expect certain things from their wives. Right. They just do. Uh, when bedtime comes, they right. expect certain things. But they also need to realize she may be whipped. Right. And if if you want to help out, I, you know, we used to jokingly talk about at our house, I would tell you when you were little, now if you got to come in, you got to have something, come and wake me up. Don't bother your mom. Yeah, right. But I was so hard to wake never up happened, never that happened. Pam woke up. Woke up uh, <laughs> Pam woke yeah, up from happened. you trying to wake me up. I think we were talking about that. Mike was in town. We were talking about that and we were laughing about that because <laughs> it's true. It, it, hey, I meant well. Yeah. And, and many times I did get up, and, and sometimes I didn't. But, but still, the point is, men – Hey, hop out. Babe. Well, and the point is it's physically draining, whether right. you're a mom or a dad. And I told you a couple weeks ago, Dave preached a message on – I think you were preaching somewhere else, so you weren't there. So I was talking to you about this. And he, he was speaking within the context of the local church, serving one another. First Peter, where it talks about to love one another earnestly. Right. And so the context there, obviously, is the local church and serving one another. But he brought out the point is, is if you're not – that word earnest is intense. That word means to be physically expended and to be exhausted. And his whole point was if you're not physically expending yourself to the point where you feel exhausted from serving people, you're probably not doing something right. Right. And, and, and I could just say this about parenting because at a very basic level, that's where we serve. Um, you know, on yeah. a day to day basis. Yeah, especially the- if you're not, there's not some physical exhaustion going on. I'm just yeah. saying it might be something you're not doing right. It would I mean, be, yeah. uh, that should be unusual, right. not usual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, this idea of physical energy and exhaustion is there and is biblical. And 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 what God has called us to do, so. yeah, which can lead to then an emotional expenditure, an expenditure of emotional energy that brings emotional tiredness. You know, some you know you've talked with people. We probably talked with one another. We said, "I'm just tired." Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't really feel like you didn't get enough rest. It's just you're just tired. I honestly uh, can't remember the last time that I was not tired. And what I mean by that is, is like. I generally get about midway through my day and I go, oh, I'm you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, I think there's just uh, life and working and expending energy. Right, and it is. And, and with parenting, if you're making the investment, then you're going to be emotionally spent. Mm-hmm. You're going to be whipped emotionally sometimes. That doesn't mean – it can mean that you're so emotionally spent that you're just tired of it and you're not, now you're not making good decisions. Right. You're not thinking right. Been there. But uh, but it doesn't need to be that way. We need to take that as a clue that we're in need of some uh, some rest, maybe. Maybe the grandparents can watch the, the grandchild. Or yeah, maybe. which you guys did recently, and we are very grateful for that. <laughs> right. And that can help. I mean, if that's possible. Sometimes it's not possible. Grandparents are close by. Maybe somebody else can. Somebody you trust can watch the child. But So you can rejuvenate. But then what can happen is this emotional tiredness can lead to a spiritual tiredness that causes us not to act in a biblically 
a biblical spiritual manner. And it's going to require some durability, both emotionally. We have to build ourselves up. We're going to have to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. We're going to have to look to the Word. We're going to have to find help and strength in the Word of God. That our our time in the Word is not just time to learn some answers to questions we don't mm-hmm. know, but it's time to meet with Jesus and who, and have fellowship. Yeah, to him. have rest because. After all, the Bible is not a self-help book. It helps. It does. But it's help not us. a self-help book. Yeah, but that's not. That's not. It's primarily God speaking to us. It is primarily. I, I like what Mark Dever said in a tweet uh, not too long ago. If you want to hear God speak in an audible voice, read your Bible out loud. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad idea. And some of those passages where you find help, read them out loud. God is speaking through His Word. He's strengthening you spiritually. It's going to take spiritual endurance. You know, in speaking of the last times, Jesus said to His disciples, and He who endures to the end, the same will be saved. He wasn't saying, endure so you will be saved. He's saying that the mark of those who are real is that they endure. The mark of a spiritually minded, God, Christ-centered parent, a parent who wants the glory of God and his children and his descendants, is that he endures. She endures. And I think I said this before we came on, and I made note of this because I wanted to kind of bring this up. Feed yourself with God's Word to endure physically and emotionally. But we also need to keep before us why it is we're doing what we're doing. Going back to Psalm 78, which is kind of the impetus for the ministry of Vision for Living, so that the generations to come might know. Right. We are. This is very missional, by the way. This is very. You know, we talk about missions. Yeah. I think we've even done podcasts on missions. This is very missional, especially for mothers. Mothers tend to think you want to live in a day, and we'll talk more about this in another another under another topic, we tend to live in a day when women are taught that they're not uh, of value if they're not out in the world with a career and so Mm -hmm. forth, but they are raising up a generation, they're investing their lives in the generation to come. This is missions. This is affecting the kingdom. And, And I think we look forward to the day we rest, true rest. In eternity, yeah, with God, yeah. with it's His people, have eternity to rest. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean you don't take rest. No, I mean, there are we times I got to go take a nap. Rest Very is a confession practical. of our need yeah. of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think if you're not willing to rest, then you're not willing to confess you no. need God. No, but I do think we need to realize there will be a day we're going to be doing a lot of resting yeah. and sleeping and and sometimes it we just have to. You know, for lack of a better term, suck it up and be tired. Yeah. Sometimes we do. I'm not saying all the time. Get get to sleep. Hey, can you sleep in and get catch up? Do it. Yeah. But sometimes you got to be tired. Okay. So we talk about durability, endurance. What about demonstration? As we kind of land the plane. You know, I never used to use that phrase until I started listening to Dave preach. So Dave, you ever listen to this? Your fault, Dave, our pastor. He always <laughs> says, "Land the plane." We're going to kind of <laughs> land the plane here. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to land the plane and kind of bring it down to a close here. We talk about demonstration, right? The re- the reality of Christ, the reality of Christ in us. That's what we want to demonstrate. But what do we mean by that? What does it look like? Again, what does that look like? Well, I think first of all, just what you said needs to be reemphasized, and that is that parents need to realize that their lives as parents is a demonstration of the reality of Christ. It is a demonstration of the fatherhood of God. And some people say that Christ gives us more of the the motherly aspects of the Godhead, but both aspects are in the Godhead, right. the motherly and fatherly aspects of the Godhead as they are applied in the family. We demonstrate that. I just thought of a couple of places 
where that is true. This is certainly not all-encompassing, but uh, I, I thought about in prayer. Now, we ought to be praying with our families, fathers and mothers. Sometimes mothers are uh, – certainly fathers should lead out in that, but mothers get to pray with their children. And uh, they just need to see us confessing before the Lord our own weakness, our own sinfulness, and our need of help, that unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain. So we want to communicate that. They're seeing us cry out to God for help, seeing us demonstrate humility and dependence, the, what, what we talked about in one of the other sessions. And we need to demonstrate that. And then – then, even in our private times of prayer, you know, I, I don't know how many, but over the years there have been those men and women of God who said, you know, I remember seeing my father or my mother kneeling in prayer by their mm-hmm. bed or in their office or in their in another room. Um, they, that's a good thing. Well, uh, you know, you bring up the issue of prayer, and I, I know you say it's a demonstration of dependence and discipleship. I think on the discipleship end, you're – training your children in these disciplines and these right. aspects of a relationship with God, though they may not know Christ yet. Even if they do, they're learning right. what that means. We pray with William every night before we go to bed. Right. It's kind of a, a habit thing. But what I find is interesting is if we go to town and he's, we're out of our routine, sometimes I can be talking with whoever we're with out of town and not get up to the room when she puts him down to bed or whatever. Right. There have been times I've gone to check on him. He's still awake, and he'll say, "Hey, Daddy, can you pray with me?" <laughs> well, yeah. I think the, the the importance of that is is it's it's impressing upon his mind that need. I forgot to do that when he was with us the other day. Uh, you need to remind me. Yeah, of that. but yeah. but I'm just saying those type of things that you're demonstrating dependence right. and discipleship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, and then you move on to not just in prayer but in practice, and prayer is practice, but I'm talking about in the practice of daily life. Just uh, uh, sometimes, more often than we could admit, we blow it, um, we fail so, in front so of our children. you say that. What does that mean? What does that look like? Um, it's one thing – you said this before we came on – it's one thing in family worship and in church – to look good. And to look dependent. Yeah. Right. But what about in the secret times? What does that look like? Well, it can be words of impatience or unkindness, unkind words, impatient words. Um, uh, it can be a willingness to say, I was wrong when I did that. I um, And not just to say I was wrong, but to ask forgiveness to, and, and to let them know you've, you've gone to the Lord, you've asked forgiveness from the Lord, but you want them to forgive you. That... Um, it's right to discipline. It's right to correct. It's not right to do it in anger. It's not right to do it in selfishness and impatience. And uh, and give your children the practical experience of watching you humble yourself before them. They will learn not that you are weak. They will learn that you are weak. Yeah. But they'll also learn that you are strong in the Lord, that mm. your strength comes from the Lord, and that you know your own sin and limitations. That whole concept of Psalms, look, I believe it's Psalms. Correct me if I'm wrong. It could be Isaiah. I'm getting too mixed in my head right now. I look unto the hills from whence come my help. Yeah. You know, this, this idea of longing and looking. Um, and again, we – We've talked about these things. It's not exhaustive. We've not sought to be exhaustive in this four-parter, if you will, 
on Parenting by Grace. Right. But the idea is to give you direction. And, and I'll just tell this to our listeners. Coming up next, we will delve into fatherhood and motherhood more respectively as we deal with manhood and womanhood. That's going to be our next right. series slash um, what we're going to be dealing with. Give you a little taste, what's your appetite. But Ram, we're just talking about parenting in general. We've talked upon certain things and aspects of, of fatherhood and motherhood, but we just want to give a concept, a vision, as right. we use that word here a lot, of why it is we do what we do. There will be days where it feels like mundane. Right. That's true. But let the mundane be the motivation in some ways, because the mundane is where it happens. That's it. That's the path. Yeah. It is the path. I am. Um, I think of, and I want to draw our listeners' attention to Psalm 78, those first few verses. I won't take the time to read them, but the, the view is a generation to come. And I remember having conversations with you and Mike and saying, you know, we're doing something more here mm-hmm. than just saying no to the stuff. You know, we're looking forward to a day. Uh, when you'll be as big as me or bigger, and I want you to follow Jesus. We want our children to follow Jesus. May God help us to help them to do that. Amen. Well, this does conclude our series on parenting. Not that we won't ever pick it up again, (laughs) but for now, we appreciate you listening, and we hope and pray that God will use these truths and experiences that we've shared with you to help you for His glory and His glory alone. Thank you for joining us. Amen. Thanks, everyone, so much for joining us today. You can always visit us on the web at crosstalkpodcast.org. Crosstalk is produced by Vision for Living Ministries, a nonprofit organization. This podcast is a free resource, but you can support us financially through our website. For more information on Vision for Living Ministries, visit our website at visionforliving.org, where you will find more great content. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Vision for Living. We're on Twitter at V4L. We also love to hear from our listeners. You can email us at info at visionforliving.org. Be sure to join us next week on Crosstalk, the gospel for today and beyond. Mm-hmm.